This is the second half of our interview with everybody that swung by at NATA when we're hanging out at the Mueller booth. Uh, again, great collection of people, uh, past guests, future guests, uh, people we hadn't connected with before, but it was awesome to get to meet in person after just seeing interaction um, on social media and online. So it's been, uh, it was awesome to connect with everybody. We can't say thank you enough. Uh, looking forward to some new things that are coming out here in the future. But without further ado, please enjoy this second part of our live uh, NATA recording. Again, focusing on evolution of everything within the athletic training profession over the years, plus just what being at convention means to people, uh, why they're there. And yeah, we hope you enjoy, and we will be back with more episodes starting up next week. again uh we got dr natasha denmark who we had uh preferred volunteer or whatever they call it here oh, doing key everything volunteer, yes. key volunteer we're just going to adjust this a little bit there we go uh so it gets through there this is your chance to be a sports broadcaster i, know, right? get that <laughs> I feel really special whole thing there Hold so up. wait a minute oh yeah i get the selfie time i haven't taken this many selfies and we can quite look some like time. helicopter people Hold <laughs> there on. there you go let me do it Boom. Okay. Sorry, we're ready. No, you're good. Um, how's convention been for you? Busy, I got to imagine. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw you in the hallway earlier. It looks like family's yeah. here too. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt. Everything looked like it was... My two babies. Yeah, we, mm -hmm. um, we've we been taking really good advantage of the mother's room, so... Hop on. Oh, we're going to have a... The mad scientist, the Mr. Mad Richard Adam. Davis, join us as well. Hey, yeah, just right over the top. You're live. They have a mother's room? Yeah. So if you're pumping or breastfeeding. Oh, that's kind of mother's room. Like, yeah. you have for your kids to go. But oh, I was not, like, not a nursery. I wish. That's fair. That would have been yeah. very clutch. It would have changed the listening. whole game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mic check, mic check. <laughs> so the question we've been asking everybody, and I'll be curious from both your perspective, just because of all your volunteer work mm -hmm. here, and then obviously Richard just being um, at Mueller and at the Mueller booth, uh, what does being at convention mean to you? It's the single best opportunity of the year to um, engage with your end users. Um, Prairie du Sac is a beautiful place, but you're not telling me it's not a vacation destination. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. So you got to get up, get away from your desk. And um, I don't get out into the trenches often enough. I really miss it. So you're in the bowels of the beast here. And uh, it's a fantastic few days for sure. For anybody listening, if you do go to Prairie du Sac, you can check out Mueller but also the home of Culver's. So um, it's kind of, it, it's a two yeah. for one on yeah. that trip. And if you're into uh, geography and uh, the glacial effect uh, from the 
previous ice age. Uh, the terrain there is quite fascinating. Yeah, so it is. Just a good time. Throw that in. <laughs> I love that. What about for you? For me, it's connection. So I'm obviously like all of our Twitter family connecting that way. Um, but even just volunteering, people that I would have never met just walking down, um, you know, I'll help them with. Now I'm at gear store this year, but I'll help them with a t-shirt and we'll have a conversation and I'll find out where they're from. So just connecting with new people. I was also at a lecture earlier and I asked a question and then I had like literally I met like Joshua and I met a Holly and I, I met like a bunch of people that came up to me and were like, I hope the panel answered your question, but I also want to like give you this answer and this answer. So it was just amazing. So connection, connecting with fellow athletic trainers, connecting with professionals just from, you know, obviously sales and all of the different areas. So it's been awesome. Then the other big question we've been asking, and we'll be curious on everybody's perspective here is, you know, Mueller's thing is the innovation of Mueller over the last 60 years. So we've just been making it more broad, you know, the innovation you've seen in the AT profession. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Natasha, and then we'll go to you, uh, Richard. Um, well, I've seen, I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot and I don't like obviously use a lot of this stuff in my area right now, but I do like add it all to my lectures. And so sometimes when I'm researching things to add to like teach my students, I, um, I'll look and I'll be like, Oh my God, like, I wish I had this like, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. So, um, I think a lot of the, like, even just ankle braces, a lot of the, um, transportation so like even the some of the um spine boards and things like that i'm like whoa that like didn't have a strap there you know whatever else so um i think it's been a lot and it's exciting for me to walk around and see the innovations because i'm learning a lot and like taking pictures of things so i can add it to my lectures there so you go awesome. yeah. <laughs> this makes me smile because um i went through the program at western michigan university uh in the early 80s and the joke i like to make is that Athletic trainers from my generation are either dead or retired, uh, basically, by now. Um, and as an inventor, uh, I appreciate uh, forward-looking, uh, divergent approaches to technology, and it kind of blows me away every year. What uh, The advancements in modalities is just mm -hmm. otherworldly. Yep. Um, but beyond that... Um, Regarding the, the actual uh, academic side of uh, the various programs across the country now, the focus now on uh, the mental health yep. of athletes sure. and um, the focus upon uh, socioeconomics yeah. uh, as related to these kids coming in, into school now. I, I think that's one constant. I, I remember, again, going way back um, – how I worked high school, uh, small college, and D1, and uh, and professional, and um, in all cases, the athletic trainer uh, oftentimes becomes a de facto parent uh, for or, sure. or best friend uh, for uh, and and. A lot of these young kids now in in the rural areas and even in the urban areas. Uh, the training room becomes uh, a haven for them. I mean, a lot of these kids don't want to go home uh, at night, uh, and they feel safe uh, with their athletic trainers. And I think that says a lot about the selflessness and the dedication of the 
people. Let's face it, um, you don't become an athletic trainer for fame or <laughs> or money. I mean. uh, it, it, <laughs> it, it, we did have all the TikTokers on yeah, here okay, earlier, well, so but maybe it, a little bit. But yes, I totally it, get you. It's a calling. Yes, when it yeah, comes yeah. right down to it. Um, so that that element, uh, and then um, big focus for us. Uh, the last few years working with the Corey Stringer Institute again yes. has been yep. uh, the the uh, calling attention to the needs regarding prevention and management of heat related uh, illnesses. Yep. Uh, and now um, that is also becoming a big thing in the industrial setting, mm -hmm. heat management. Absolutely. So there's a lot of meat on the bone, mm -hmm. as they say. So I wanted to ask Connection, and again, kind of two different viewpoints on this, but like from working at Mueller, being at the Mueller booth, like obviously the goal is to get products into AT's hands and whatnot. But how do you guys go and, you know, make those connections, relationships, so it's not just, you know, constant hard selling for three, four days straight? Well, I think um, the secret there is our regional sales force. Sure. We're one of the few brands that – will have dedicated uh, representatives that uh, are out there every day building relationships with uh, the athletic training community, um, uh, occupational uh, therapists, uh, PTs. Now we've been focusing a lot on, on the clinical aspects of uh, allied healthcare. So um, I think that's huge for us. Because, again, um, from where I sit back in Prairie du Sac, um, we're really uh, churning away, uh, developing, researching product. Um, and when I do have the chance to hear from one of our regional guys about uh, so-and-so at the school or with his team uh, having made this comment or having an observation, Sometimes that's gold for us, you know. So I start off most podcast episodes like, if you got an idea, let them know. They'll have, always they'll definitely to, listen yeah, to we're, you. We're always happy to take credit. For yes, 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 ideas, <laughs> yes, so. yes. Oh, what about you? And just connecting, you know, working with NATA, trying, to, you know, obviously helping it mm -hmm. flourish as much as you can, and just connecting with people. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like uh, a couple of things I'm able to get information whatever we hear on the ground to the nata like member services sure because that's who hires us essentially hires us um that's who sets us up so um there's been a couple of things like at twitter i've asked like hey who handles the nata 90 1950 account so i started talking to him and like getting him some information like hey there's like conversations that go like wild and you know things kind of either get misconstrued or you know like on per not on purpose but you know like things need to change so how are you guys getting your presence in on twitter because right. there's a huge at press at twitter presence so um just getting into that and just making connections between member services and the actual members to get some information they have a lot they work a lot with the hall of famers which is awesome. But as we know, a lot of the hall of famers are older. So there's, you know, I like, and I'm older too in, you know, like 
on the base of who we have on AT Twitter. So sure, I'm like, sure. you know, get in with that crowd. Like you guys will get a lot of information. So just sending that and and then like on the smaller scale with the career center, um, you know, what what is going on? How come we're not getting as many applicants um, as there are employers. So right now there's so many employers looking like someone that submits their application can get like five interviews here. So if you're all listening, go, you know, go apply um, that. And then even in the, um, in the gear center, like there's people that have been asking for, um, you know, pride pins, oh, sure. we have pride pins, but like the AT to have oh, yeah, yeah. so just taking that down someone asked for visors we don't have any AT. so like just you know from the smaller scale all the way to the larger scale of different issues and things like that to bring it there so um i like to be the like listening ear and then like passing the information up to the member services so awesome yeah. what questions do you have sitting over there quiet <laughs> no i'm not thinking i'm just listening hmm Put me on the spot again. Always. Second Always. time. I love it. <laughs> Not that you can give away any trade secrets. Mm-hmm. New things coming, people expect coming out or to look forward to over the rest of the year. I heard, uh, I didn't realize because I don't work in the traditional setting anymore, that uh, aerosol skin tack has been a problem. It actually has. There's been uh, a marked uh, shortage in the availability of um, uh, tape adhesives Mm -hmm. for the last couple of years. Um, And I'm happy to report that we were at Mueller, we were able to sort it out uh, internally. Um, (laughs) And uh, so um, we'll be, product will be shipping within the next few weeks, right? Uh, Yeah. End of yeah. July. So when you're listening to this, it, it hopefully should be there for fall camp. There you go. Uh, yeah, for sure. And they, I believe in talking to people, you still have the non-aerosol version, which still works. Yes. If people are willing to venture out. and. Yes, indeed. Um, they're both great products. Um, so they'll be there. Awesome. Cool. Anything else anybody else has? Uh, talking a little bit about esports. Yeah, yes, uh, Mueller making some shifts into esports. Correct. Um, we. This is a real interesting one, actually. Um, again, I'm not a gamer, but as uh, an a- athletic trainer, um, a couple of years ago, I just happened upon uh, some really interesting, in-depth. Um, looks into the uh, the physical demands of esports, and it kind of blew my mind. And so we started tracking on it, and lo and behold, this this uh, this whole thing, uh, the potential, uh, the need, uh, and the fact that um, the stresses uh, and the demands that these athletes um, put up with are unique, truly unique. And make no mistake, these uh, gamers are athletes without question. Um, There's no doubt in our minds about that. But um, 
the repetitive motion for yeah. extended uh, periods in unnatural postures uh, creates a lot of issues. And uh, even uh, aside from working with um, the gaming community regarding prevention, uh, treatment, et cetera, and management, even uh, the medical community, um, practitioners, in, uh, among practitioners, they're struggling with what they're seeing mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of these um, conditions literally did not exist sure. several years ago. Uh, and so one example would be a tendency for uh, physicians to uh, diagnose um, wrist pain as carpal tunnel. A gamer comes to them with wrist issues. Oh, well, you've got carpal tunnel. Right. When, in fact, that may not be the case. Sure. And treating uh, a wrist uh, scenario as you would carpal tunnel could actually exacerbate symptoms. And um, inside of the gaming community, which is extremely tribal, um, there's actually um, uh, a small amount of uh, distrust towards the medical community because uh, of some of these negative experiences. So that's all part of the challenge going forward is engaging and um, I think first and foremost demonstrating that we are uh, genuine and earnest in our intentions to service their needs. I feel like it's from even the conversation I had with uh, Sean Goff, the, you know, the old adage, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure yeah. for that community. Just like if they're out and the amount of money that they can, like any professional athlete, yep. you know, being out, it's probably going to impact your income. But, you know, for something that's seemingly small, that right. you wouldn't think would be a big deal if that thing gets, gets off the rails and starts going down it is going to take some time to get back and that that's tough um for a lot of people and so yeah being on the preventative side yeah is huge and interestingly within the game the hardcore gaming the the elite uh competitive gaming community um the vast majority of uh these issues could be uh, prevented and managed just with um, rest. Sure. <laughs> but telling uh, a hardcore gamer uh, to rest, yep. uh, they'll just laugh at you. Uh, and so they have this tendency to uh, just soldier on and play through um, these issues. And that's why we're seeing professional gamers retiring at 22 or 23 years of age because they've literally uh, destroyed um, certain joints yep. or, uh, and it doesn't have to be a, uh, an overtly um, significant injury because the, the degree that separates a competitive gamer from a truly elite international class gamer is razor thin yes and and so these athletes are uber paranoid about losing their edge and so they they're training 8 10 12 hours a day and um they just in their minds they can't afford to break from that mm -hmm. because for sure they're gonna lose that edge it's all really fascinating
we've got John Karen now, president of Mueller, joining us. We haven't get, got a chance to sneak you in. Uh, hey, Joel. How's it going? Hey, Natasha. Hi, how's uh, it going? You've been busy? Been very busy. <laughs> Always a good thing. Uh, the question we've been leading off with everybody is, you know, what does being at convention mean to you? Oh, this is a very special time of the year. You know, when we get to come here and see all these great athletic trainers and see people we haven't seen for a long time. And this year is extra special because we've got the throwback, the clock team here at Mueller celebrating years and years and years, over six decades of participating in this great profession and trying to help as much as we can. And to see the old pictures and see the old logos and yeah. how far it's evolved. Uh, we've had so many people come over to the, the booth and spot like one picture that they may have a personal connection with. And they often tell a story. Uh, a lot about our, our founder, Kurt Mueller, who did so much for the, the industry and yeah. was such a groundbreaker and innovator and tremendous salesperson, too. And just to hear those stories. I haven't heard many of those stories yet. Right. A lot of unique ones. Can imagine. And then it, it often after that, it, it tends to evolve to talking about products and innovation. And, you know, we're very fortunate here at Mueller to, you know, have great associates and teammates like Richard who are working on driving to that next level of innovation on everything we do. I was telling uh, uh, an ATC from Tennessee over here, um, that took us over seven years to find the revived technology. Yep. Because uh, we got really high standards. We wanted to find the best in the industry. We did a lot of testing, did a lot of negotiating, and, you know, but that's the Mueller way. And being a private company, you can do that. Yeah. You're not going quarter to quarter, you're going decade to decade. And uh, we're fortunate with Brett Mueller to be a, a great owner that he can think for the long term for and, sure and help us find the, the great innovations like revive thermax you know work on great innovations like the sky ankle stabilizer first of its kind yeah help yeah. prevent ankle injuries so it's it's great to be a part of it and you really feel it here at nata you feel it and you feel how happy people are and how much they care and the history is uh, really the one for this particular NATA. The history is really going to hit me, hit me hard you for know, sure to understand the history better. And with without the great history, you can't have the great future. That's right. So really, a fantastic being here. Thank you. Yeah, we've had a lot of people when we're like, you know, write your name down so we can, you know, win the Medikit 500 piece of nostalgia. <laughs> I've had a couple of people. Oh yeah, I had one of those back in. <laughs> Uh, one was saying it was perfect for because uh, you could sit on it as well as just store all your stuff. So oh, it was yes. also like a stool at the same time. Yeah. So uh, kind of multi-purpose and that nothing would get wet in it. So <laughs> quality stuff all the way from the beginning there. So uh, we're going to try and get Cody, uh, Cody to join us come here. On in. Good to see you, sir. If you ever wanted to pretend to be a sports broadcaster, this is your opportunity with the headset on. So. Here's, here's the time. You can hear here's everybody right in your ears. It's nice. There you go. Don't feel like you need to I hang know, around if you got to get on the, the next yeah, thing. So I do. I was going to say, let me take one more picture. Sounds good. Okay, y'all. Oh, oh. 
Here we go. Lean in here, Cody. Yeah. All right, I'll get there. Cody. There we go. Oh, hold on. Here, I'll just move. Hold on. And I will also stand up because I need yeah, to. <laughs> stand up behind me. You get the booth in the background. Nice. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, I may stand up for this next part of the interview. I think I flattened this cushion pretty good over here. This is the fight on. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Natasha. So, Cody, I'd be curious on this. You know, just in talking, uh, Cody works in uh, with the fire department in Milwaukee. Where does technology and innovation and everything come in for you as it relates to, you know, that's kind of the theme as we, uh, John was just talking about, you know, with Mueller evolving over the years. What have you seen in particular with working with the fire department? So the fire department's come a long way. I mean, a number of years ago, nobody knew what an athletic trainer was in the fire department. And uh, just simply to have athletic trainers there, period, is, is a big is a big boost. Uh, we we've come a long way too. We have you know we have Easton, we have Alchon, we have all, you know a, a treatment room, we have a facility. Um, you know things are coming a long way, and the the biggest things obviously budget as it as it goes. But um, you know as it starts to show up more and more in the sport world and and across the country, it gets better and better. We're we'll have to have a conversation. We're trying to figure out how to get uh, some revive stuff going with our fire guys and yeah. see if we could actually. Physi see physiological changes in, for the better in terms of their recovery, looking at some non-invasive things to do. It's just I know you have been tied with uh, UW-Milwaukee on research Correct. on how heart rate doesn't ever really seem to come back down, and we're going to try and take a look at it. As how does that look across you know the four days off? Because what kind of shifts are your guys So we do on? 24 on, 48 off. Okay. Um, so we uh, And the most you can work in a 72-hour period is 48 hours. So we have a, um, our traditional schedule is you work, you work a day, you're off two days. Um, a lot of times you'll get uh, 48 hours on, 24 hours off. Okay. And then, um, you know, there's, we're hitting, you know, mandates and that we're, we're low on firefighters at the moment. So uh, there's times where they say, yeah, you did your 24 hour shift, but guess what? You're sticking around for another one. Sure. Uh, sure. It's just kind of how it goes. And uh, the recovery aspect, uh, I can't say enough about Dr. Kyle Ebersol and, yes. and UW-Milwaukee. They're unbelievable. Um, quite literally the smartest human I know is uh, Dr. Ebersol, uh, when, when you have other scientists sitting in a room and they're taking notes from him, that's, you know, telling you something. For sure. But uh, his research on heart rate recovery and variability, uh, I was just telling a couple of the booths, they asked about firefighters and, and whatever, you, you know, what happens, what are the injuries that you see? And then they asked, uh, there was a heart booth back here, and they said, what do you see for killing firefighters? And I said, you have cardiac arrest, you have cancer, and you have suicide. Those are the only three things that kill firefighters in a professional department, usually. Yeah. And um, so being able to see that that heart rate recovery, that variability in what they do and um you know, our busiest houses are taking, we have 30 houses. We took um, 120,000 runs last oh, year. I mean, crazy. our busiest house takes 11,500 runs in a year, and that's one engine, one med unit. So you, you put that into perspective, and you're doing 24 runs a day plus seven, eight, nine after midnight, no sleep, and then you go home, your next day is ruined, you get one good day, and then you come back to work. Um, you know, the recovery aspect is huge in, in our in our field. Yeah, and we're, we're trying to understand uh, Mueller how we can better help, you know, your team. And uh, we, we call all of your athletes industrial athletes, mm -hmm. right? And, boy, the, the importance of their work is incredible. So having them as fresh as possible, having them recover as quickly as possible, 
you, know, you were just over in our our zero gravity chairs trying to revive. <laughs> I, I felt great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, I mean, we we call them tactical athletes, and we start talking about uh, you know, tactical, we, you know, tactical yeah, athletes. Tactical uh, athletes. Yeah. I mean, you you tell everybody uh, when I tell them I work for a fire department, they say you don't have athletes. What are you working there for? I said, yeah, okay. So you, all you got to do is <laughs> redefine what the game means, right? Oh, so instead right. of a ball in an end zone, put on a set of gear and a pack and <laughs> run yep. through an air consumption course. You're be an athlete. A, be seventy pounds heavier than you're supposed to be and go into something that's a nine hundred degrees and then see how long you last and how much you feel like an athlete. I mean, right. instead of a ball in a field and a goalpost, you have the defense is a fire trying to kill you. The ball is did you get the kid and the scoreboard is did you make it out alive? I mean, so it's right. just a different game. You just got to frame it to them like that, and people start to learn really quick what uh, what tactical athletes do. Those are great ways to describe that. Uh, so such a such an area that we think needs a lot more attention from a sports medicine standpoint. Oh, now, absolutely. The, yeah, it's evolving, the, thankfully. The needs are different. Uh, there are some common needs, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, devices like Revive can help get you ready, get you recovered faster, get those legs fresh, get right. everybody on the same page there's some some injuries that you're probably prone to there's some you know recovery aspects that we need to study more mm-hmm. so we can develop the right products to help right you know it's been a history of Mueller going all the way back to Kurt Mueller he was hyper focused on studying and understanding and trying to be the best in innovation and it's a it's a long quest and right. it is. And it's, that's one thing that I've learned really well from Dr. Ebersol is um, being a research physician and being an educator, um, he doesn't come in and say, this is what you need. Let's figure out how to make it work. He comes in and says, you're the experts on the topic. Right. What do you need? What is What are your issues? What are your problems? Now let's figure out a way to solve the stuff that actually matters to you. I mean, I see 80% of my injuries are shoulders and low backs. And the other half are meniscus and unilateral you know, epicondylitis. Oh, God. You know, you, you get those. And, <laughs> Tennis elbow and firefighters. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, everybody, well, why does that bother you? Why, why, you know, why does my, why do my shoulders, why does my back hurt? You know, and they're standing like this. And you start to talk to them about it. That's not because we saw it and we said, hey, you guys have this problem. Let's figure it out. That's because everybody else came to us and said, hey, my shoulders are killing me. What do we do? And it's, it's a really cool way to look at it. When, what, is, what is your need and how can we fulfill that need? And Dr. Ebersol is great at doing that. So that's kind of where I picked that from. So Absolutely. Very cool. But yeah, it's great hearing that. I mean, you had an awesome booth. And I, like I said, I'm about to take a nap there if, uh, if there wasn't 25 <laughs> people walking past me. So. Well, you, you should be confident. You should know we got a whole team back up in Prairie du Sac, Wisconsin, focused on trying to learn. We have one of our researchers here uh, asking a lot of questions. Megan's doing a great job working with Jessica. And uh, we spend a lot of time. We don't rush it. We want to get it right. And we'd love to have you come up to our campus. I'd love to. Check it out. Joel's been there a number of times. I need to get back. Stayed at the guest house. Need to make a trip. Well, we'll have to plan it together. We'll go out there. There we go. That sounds good. Turn it into a. Good work day. Good work day and, and have some fun out at Mueller. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. We've got a state-of-the-art athletic training facility. It'd be awesome. Called DM Center, mm-hmm. uh, where we bring you in and just do a lot of listening. Right. And we can play with a lot of modalities and do all sorts of uh, trying different things. And it's a relaxed atmosphere. It's awesome. You know, we bring people in from different parts of the building. Yeah, my, my my athletic training room doesn't have a cool name like the M Center. Mine is Station Five. Station Five. <laughs> it's it's a cool facility. We got we got everything you could ask for. Um, we are, we are pretty spoiled, in Milwaukee. I mean, 
we have a chief that believes in us. Chief Lipsky is awesome. Um, you know, the city is buying in now and they're, they're learning kind of, you know, what, what it means to take care of those, those guys and, and women that, uh, you know, they don't, it kind of like athletic trainers, right? Everybody looks at us and, oh, you guys tape ankles and sit there on the bench. If we're not doing anything, that means somebody, everybody's healthy. That's a good day. You know, if, if firefighters aren't right. going, you know, then nothing, nothing bad is happening to anybody else. But when everybody else is having a bad day, they got to have their best. And so if they're, if they're not ready to go, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough day. Awesome. Have you been enjoying that? Have you gotten uh, anything out there? Uh, we've gone, gotten to a couple talks. Um, I stood by a poster on firefighter research. There you go. Um, just hanging out. Um, so that missed a talk or two because I had to stand there. Didn't <laughs> talk to many people, but that's okay. Um, and yeah, just been hanging out here. I always enjoy hanging out with my friends at Mueller and it's awesome doing everything there and then being able to meet everybody on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, which has been great. That's cool. Yourself included because yeah. the only time I've met most of them are yeah. via Zoom screen. Via Zoom so. screen. It's, it's different when you're looking at a computer screen versus looking at exactly, something in person. Yeah. It's been the running theme of like walking around and being like, I'm pretty sure I've met <laughs> you and talked to you for an hour, but it's hard to tell because. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was uh, yesterday. We had our uh, so I'm part of Public Service Athletic Training Society. Yeah, yeah. And so we had our uh, our our national meeting. Uh, you know, our yearly meeting yesterday, and uh, you know, you walk in, you're like, I know who you are. I don't think we've ever met because <laughs> all the time, you know, for COVID, it was always just look at the computer screen and I recognize your face. I don't remember where you're from. I'm sorry. When you get to meet in person, it's so much better. But yeah, there's a tactical athletic one tomorrow. Um, there's a, a talk tomorrow for tactical athletics. Um, Times that. So. Uh, it's in the morning. I want to say it's like ten, eleven o'clock. I have to say it's a long drive home. So yeah, I was I was going to drive. It was going to be more expensive for me to drive down here than it was to fly. So I took a puddle jumper plane from Milwaukee to Chicago, and I spent more time on the tarmac from <laughs> on both sides than I did than the flight. <laughs> Go but figure. That's how it goes. But yeah, it's it's been fun. It's beautiful. Love the booth and all sorts of good information. So. Thanks. Yeah, uh, Jessica on our team. Uh, have you been on yet, Jessica? No, we got to ask her the uh, what yeah. does being here at convention mean to you? Because I remember our conversation. You've only done so this is a my, virtual. Yeah, so I've only planned a virtual uh, show, and I've attended previous convention uh, as a sales rep, and so this is my first time planning a forty by forty booth. <laughs> Especially, uh, you know, we had um, we pivoted to a you know this beautiful booth. Uh, it was a group effort with a short amount of time but I you know pulled off it's spectacular so convention to me means showing off all of our innovation everything we've been working on over the last year and then some because honestly we're looking at products right now for 2025 2026 27 even to 28 and 29 you know we're looking out that far to you know think what is the next great innovation for sure for athletic trainers so, um, really happy to, you know, the booth that turned out really well and it seems like everyone's enjoying, uh, trying out all of our new innovation. And Jessica did a, a lot of great work pulling it all together. And in our building, there's a big warehouse. And so Jessica created this in the warehouse first. Okay. Like, and so we were all walking around and looking <laughs> at it from different angles and Jessica's like, what about this? What about this? What about this? So many great ideas. And I think it just kept getting better and better. It did. It did. It was, it, yeah. it just honestly, um, you know, we kind of was on autopilot, to be honest, because yeah. we were going to do our previous booth with a big structure. It was very impressive. But, you know, 
I, I got to be really creative with all of this and it just kept building and building and just developed into this, this theme of uh, advancing athletic training and sports medicine for over 60 years. Um, and we will continue to innovate athletic training and sports medicine for the next 60 years plus. And this one was, uh, you know, to build on Jessica's comment, this one was extra special because of the history. And at a family company, especially this one, uh, the history is so important. Kurt Mueller was an icon, right, in the industry. And all of the pictures, each one, I mean, there's like thousands of pictures at Mueller. When you come yeah. visit Cody, you're just going to see all these pictures <laughs> and like, wow, which ones to feature? And you know, Brett Mueller, who's uh, the owner and CEO, the son of Kurt, you know, that was is very personal, right, for him. And so Jessica and the team really trying to decide what to bring to best showcase all that 60 years plus right. in uh, something that would be visually appealing yep. but also practical. For uh, sure. And just got the idea of, well, let's bring the van down too. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm enjoying the now that I see it the uh, disco ball hanging off the yeah, rearview mirror. Disco ball. Yeah. You say is that is that what you use for your rearview mirror? That's a that's an impressive one. That shows we mean business, but we also like to party. That's right. There may or may not be a few throughout the office that I also added at the same Fair time. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but you gotta have fun. Speaking yeah. of the office, what I really, to John's point, I really wanted to bring that feeling that we get to experience every day walking through the halls. Sure. Seeing all that that history. Yeah. Every day I see a new photo that I'm like, oh, my God, who? It, that's who? <laughs> like, Kurt's with who? <laughs> and so um, I wanted to try to bring that feeling here for all of the athletic trainers to experience that long history within sports medicine. And so um, and I think it, it's turned out uh, pretty well. So very happy. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. It's been so fun to have people come over and just tell a story. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. uh, Kurt, Kurt did so much for the industry. He came up with the term sports medicine and did so much to build up the athletic training profession, not only here in the U.S., but all over the world. Right. We just came back from the World Federation of Athletic Trainers and Therapists in Tel Aviv, Israel. Oh, wow. Which is an organization that NATA is a part of, the Canadian version of NATA, Taiwan. All these countries are all part of this, and they're at the World Congress. So to see all that, it was great. But I, going back to the NATA, I remember 2019 Vegas. I don't know, if, Joel, you weren't there at no, that one. No, That was like the peak. And that was the last year Kurt was alive. And he was slowing down at that point in time. But he came in and set him up in a chair. And it was so cool to see all the people from all the different companies, a lot of athletic For trainers. Sure from history across all sports, all professions, come up and sit down next to Kurt mm -hmm. and tell a story. And uh, never forget that. We have a great group picture from that that sits on our wall. I was really definitely cool. out there. I, I definitely You were on. there. I was there. Excellent. Was there. Well, well, that was a great one. And I'm obviously biased because I enjoy everything you guys do and I've been you know, working with you for so long. But it's what that's always been impressive to me is just like the personal appeal to it. Like, I walked up yesterday, Brett Mueller comes across the way to come say hi, remembers who I am for the thousands and thousands of people that he interacts with and gets to know just to like 
just have him be able to recall my name and I haven't seen him in months, you know, if not longer. And just like your whole staff and how that goes is something that really makes such a big impression on athletic trainers. Cause it's that, and just people in general, obviously, right. you know, just that connection of, you know, you're not just a sale. You're not just a push yeah. like that. We're just legitimately here to try and make things better. We want to hear from you and we're going to remember you. And well, just even when I walk past, uh, I walk past and somebody comes on, hey, hey, Wisconsin. Hey, he's from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody comes over. This guy's from Wisconsin. We got to talk to him. Milwaukee. I'll, I'll buy you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's uh, it's personable, and that's that's what we appreciate. I mean, that's even when we're talking about patient care. That's that's what they care the most. I mean, we had at our public service event last night, we had a firefighter and a police officer from Indiana come in and talk to us about what do they expect from us or what are they looking for from us. And the number one thing they both said was, we just want you to be there. We want you to be personal. We want you to take care of us. You know, we want to be able to come to you and know that when we call you, you're going to pick up the phone, and you're going to know what you're talking about, and you're going to let us, you know, say our piece. Sometimes just being an ear is, is good enough. And so having that personability and that, you know, connection that you can make with any athlete or any, any person in the, in the industry is, is awesome. And then, I mean, even an athletic trainer, athletic trainer, everybody talks. I mean, everybody, sure. you know, Hey, did you stop here? Did you do this? Did you see this place? You know, I've met six or eight new friends that were, you know, are going to come into our, our organization and, and it's a lot of fun. So that personability is awesome. Did you see the big red bag? Big red bag. <laughs> Always oh, the big yeah. red bag. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a, I, I've got the white bag. I got the, I got the we, white bag over there. We right ran now. out. Oh. We yeah. ran out. We, you know, there's too many people here. <laughs> it's not a bad bag. thing. We could no, use more yeah. ATs. That's for sure. Absolutely. More red bag. Yeah. You know, one of the things I love about Mueller is that we truly are, a, you know, a family owned company, a yep. small company. We, um, you know, it's funny. It seems like uh, there's a perception that we are much, you know, huge corporation. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are a multinational, you know, global company, but we're still a small team, very scrappy team. Um, and, you know, um, it's really, it means a lot to, to be part of a company like that because you're not just another number and, you know, just another body. Yep. You know, you're an integral part of the entire system. So, um, and there's just a lot of passion behind uh, helping not only athletic trainers and their athletes, but also consumers and just everyday individuals that are, you know, keeping them active in the game of life. You know, that's our tagline for a reason, because we truly believe it. And that's, I mean, that's what athletic trainers do, right, is, is taking care of other people. And that's what we're passionate about. Um, I'm big into saying, you know, I'm lucky. Everybody asks me why, if I love my job and why. And I do, um, you know, everybody else, I want to get the quarterback back to the game or I want to get the pitcher on the mound or whatever. I, I get to tell people, I, I serve people that serve people for a living. Yep. You know, I serve people that provide a service to other people for a living. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not, and don't don't get me wrong, I'm not belittling, belittling athletics. I played all the way through college, but going back to the mound versus putting a firefighter or a paramedic back on a rig to go take care of somebody else, that's not only their livelihood, but it could be saving somebody else's too. Sure. And so being able to be a part of making sure they stay in the front line, making sure they stay active in the department and uh, ready to take care of other people is, is what we love most about it. And that's, uh, that's what I love about this job. So That's awesome. Yeah. No, no, that's great. I, you know, one of the reasons why I've stayed within the sports medicine industry is because I just I really have always enjoyed helping individuals and I'm not an athletic trainer myself I, I I like to joke that I'm a YouTube athletic trainer <laughs> because I just teach myself a lot of the stuff but um you know it it really has just been so fulfilling being within 
this uh, industry and seeing products like Revive that are truly just life-changing for individuals. You know, Revive actually started off in the lymphedema market. Yep. And so um, there's a lot of science behind why Revive operates the way it does, why the garments are the way that they are. And it's really, truly just to get the best outcome for individuals with varying degrees. I'm not an athlete by any means. I used to do cheerleading, but, you know, it's been a long time. I was a competitive cheerleader, so, you know, it was true, not just rah-rah. But, um, you know, man, if I had revived back then, that would have been amazing. But even still, just running around the office, you know, I'll, I'll pop on the boots and, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe in a meeting, have the calf boots on or, you know, take them uh, we've traveling. Yep. So they're great for... Seen plenty of those pictures. Yep. Maybe we can yeah. figure. Maybe we can figure out a way to put them inside a pair of bunker pants so that our, our there guys you go. can get them in the house. There nice. you go. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So and Thermex, I don't know if y'all are uh, using Thermex at all, but I could totally see in the industrial mm-hmm. setting, Thermex being a, a game changer <coughs> because of that hot, cold, and uh, contrast therapy plus the compression. Right. So. You know, try to get ahead of some of those injuries as they're starting to creep up. Prevention is huge. If you can get it before it gets you, that's a, that's a big bonus. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The Thermax has been, I think, the last couple of years, our, our best innovation. It's really changed how people recover with that contrast therapy. Mm-hmm. And because it gets really cold and really warm really fast without ice, Without all the hassles of you know a lot of stuff, it's been really a very rewarding one to take to different settings, right. and we do a demo program with that. So you try it out for a couple weeks, right, and see what you think. And ninety nine percent of the people go, yeah, yeah. Send I me a couple. Like one. Can I keep this? <laughs> I'd one. like, yeah. They always right, say, can I right. keep it? <laughs> no, we got to we keep track of those demos. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. demos disappear, Joel. That you never happens. Know. I don't know. Never happens. Not with this guy. <laughs> but it's you been, guys know uh, where to find me too easily. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been great. And we travel all over the world at Mueller. You know, yep. We're in over 100 countries. And we show these innovations everywhere we go. And we listen for what are they hearing, you know, from their needs or technologies. And that's been a great uh, hallmark of the company is being able to source innovation, create innovation. But at the end of the day, we're trying to help the athletic trainer do their job better, easier, faster, so they can you know support the athletes, support the the tactical. That's right. Right. So yeah, that's right. It's really an, a rewarding, rewarding industry to work in. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I'm curious what your thoughts are on the ATSS. Have you gotten a chance to see this? I'm curious if I you haven't. could see us in your setting working out very well. So it's going to be a little difficult with our table. Maybe if we could just move a couple things real quick. So this is much is better demonstrated being able to hang it. Mm-hmm. But um, I can hold it up. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So this is called the ATSS. It's going to be the newest kit in our merit line. And the cool thing is, is that all rolls up and fits into that um, briefcase area. So the idea is to have, you know, just a little bit of every, you know, bandage, you know, proton iron, you know, whatever it may be uh, readily available. So you don't have to have the whole 
box, whatever right. it may be. And I mean, honestly, that's um, that would be something that that the academy. You know, if if I could see a user be at the academy where you know we get those we get those little bumps, scrapes, bruises, you know, nicks, cuts, um, all that kind of stuff going through training every day. And uh, normally we're running over to either one of the med units that's parked there, or, you know, one of the engines or trucks and pulling out their med kit and finding what they have. And do we have it or do we not? You know, something that we can put right in their locker room. And, you know, if you guys need it, here it is. And go ahead and use it. That would be a that'd be where I see that. Absolutely. I could see that being huge in like the PRN world. Just somebody that goes and covers a lot. of, And you yep. just need those little, you know, the Band-Aids. You're not bringing a whole kit because hopefully they're providing. But if you wanted to have your own backup and then you could literally just mount up somewhere. Yep. Do it, it and have it drop down. That would be, I see that being huge. And I would love that for travel with right. in the collegiate setting instead of having too many other things. If that saved me some space in this kit, because I could <laughs> do that to just fill it out with more yeah. stuff, that would probably right. be yeah. a way that I'd look to go for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it actually started off, uh, you know, Merit is very much so in the military um, tactile uh, setting. Um, the kit started off in the, you know, being used in Blackhawks, oh. uh, being able to hang up in the helivacs. And so we've adapted it to athletic trainers. Um, you know, unique features that we've kind of tailored to make it more uh, tailored to an athletic trainer's needs. So, but that's a great idea about the PRN for sure. So Maybe there's a cool. go for a partnership there for you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I'll have to reach out to, uh, to Ellis. There you go. So, but... Awesome. Anything else you guys wanted to cover? Actually, you know what? I do have the uh, our pro strips here. I just wanted to call it out because um, what what we're seeing here is actually deceiving. Might look like our old pro strips that sure. had branding on on them um, on the actual uh, bandage itself. Cool thing is, is we are coming out. We've come out with a no logoed unbranded ah, version so gotcha. this is the paper backing it's ah. you know you just toss it and so you know that was a lot of feedback we received is that you know individuals athletes can't use no you the, get, definitely get yelled at with the branding <laughs> yep. yeah 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 so and we um too many rules <laughs> yeah so we're working on um some further advancements also with this but um you know, some different colors and whatnot, but that be in the near future, but the white will be available in the next couple of weeks. And so uh, really excited about that. And it's, uh, we, we were able to get the, uh, the pricing to be much more economical for individuals since we're not branding it. So right. sure. Excited about it. Yeah, definitely. And of course the aerosols, but I think you already talked about that. Yes. So we cut, we got that mixed in there. So aerosols sure. are back. Toughener yeah, is back and ready to go. Love it. You got to have all the fundamentals as well. Yeah, yes. I saw that on one of the pages exactly. I'm on. In there. Where's all the aerosol? <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. this um, uh, the past few years, the global supply chain crisis. You know, aerosol ingredient, uh, pre wrap ingredient, resin. It's been a wild ride, and we're. I can imagine. At, at Mueller, we're like, let's just slow down the roller coaster. And a good thing about us is we can, being a private company, we can buy for the long term. Sure. So we want to always have the right product for you at the right time when you need it and get it to you very fast. And if you have any issues at all, when you call Mueller, you get a real person. You get a family person from Prairie du Sac, Wisconsin, who's friendly. Yeah. Right? I love that Wisconsin friendliness. You get it, Cody, being a Wisconsiner. Yeah, but uh, the last thing I want to say, Joel, is thank yep. you for having us and thank you for being here at NATA. 
very special that you could be here. You know, we're very focused on how do we better help this great profession. And the more we can have conversations like this, the more we can be together. For sure. The better for everybody. Absolutely. So, well, we appreciate the support and I speak for the profession in that regard and also personally and with the podcast. So thank you so it's much. A, it's been a great friendship to have. Yes. Thank you. We love our athletic trainers and, you know, we just want to continue to advance the profession and, you know, whatever setting that may be. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. And with 60 plus years, you know, we're, uh, we still consider ourselves young in this and we've got a lot more to learn and more to, to do to help. But good, we, we good say mindset. built in sport, made for ATs. There you go. So, there you go. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, yeah. Joel. Of course. I think we might have another one or two that will pop on here real quick and we'll call her a day. Awesome. Thank you. I'm going to hit up a couple of lectures yet today and then uh, see what I can find around the city yet. So. Sounds good. Awesome. I appreciate you having me, man. Nice catching up with you. Let us know what you're up to tonight. We'll catch you. We will. Thank you, sir. All right. Are we doing video or audio? or? Uh, this is going to be mostly audio on the background. Okay, She's been semi-running live stream. Nice. Not really sure how well the audio is coming <laughs> through with our little lav mic there, but we're trying. You going to pop on for the last bit of it? Uh, so kind of wrapping up all this, I almost feel like it's fitting. Yeah. Uh, we have fellow podcast host Ryan Stevens from the Catalyzing ATs podcast, and now consulting yes and yes. all kinds of big things um but before we kind of touch on that because i want to hear about it mm -hmm. uh, the one question we've kind of been asking everybody is what does coming to convention mean to you um to me it means unity it's we are all one team whether it doesn't matter what setting you're in it doesn't matter what level of career you're in we are all unified and jointly as athletic trainers and we all play our own role in elevating our profession. And when you come to a, an opportunity, a convention like this, you get to meet so many wonderful people. You get to learn new things. You get to be reminded of things we've forgotten in the past. And ultimately, it comes back to us being unified as a profession sure. to make a bigger impact, to represent ourselves well. So that's what that's what comes to mind with me is unity. Come, coming together as a one big team and taking over Indianapolis and there you go. Having a good time with it. So consulting, what's yes. happening? Yeah, so um, I, I'm excited. Uh, just launched the Catalyzing Coaching and Consulting. I've gone all in on the Catalyzing brand. And and ultimately, and then Joel, you know, you and I have talked before a bunch. It's funny, we just met for the first time this this uh, this week. Yeah, Joel, in person, Joel, yeah. Joel sits right behind me and we're texting each other. It's like when in college That's when you're like funny. IMing the person across the room from you. <laughs> Literally was going to, I didn't want to interrupt his conversation. And so he was messaging me about going to, I was like, oh, I'm busy. But, and then he's like, oh, I'll run into you later. I was like, well, I'm literally sitting right behind you. So that's so funny. Because the talk was about to start. I didn't yep. want to be disruptful. No. So I loved it. Oh, it was I loved the soft it. labs one. Yeah. yeah the yeah. soft skills. Yeah. Soft it was, skills. Yeah. So it was awesome. It, it was, was the awesome. least awkward way I could come up with trying to do it. That's right. So it was really great meeting you in person for the first time. We've <laughs> talked so much. Um, but but ultimately, yeah, getting back to catalyzing coaching and consulting, it, I've been blessed over the years to be a part of some really amazing athletic training teams, as well as teams that were built with 
physical therapists, with um, fitness coaches, with um, administrative uh, team members, leaders. And when it comes to being a member of a team, when, when you're a member of an awesome team, when you have that feeling of everybody's there for one another, when you feel valued, when you feel like you can be unified on the same mission, it feels really good to be a part of that. For sure. And so I want to help more organizations feel that. I want to I want to help be that spark for more healthcare organizations to make sure that they're they're keeping their employees in house. They're not losing them through turnover. They're retaining them. They're providing growth within. We're working on our interpersonal skills, our, our um, soft skills that we you know, yeah, that, that yeah. workshop yesterday. And ultimately, it just comes down to. I don't come in with the answers. I'm not coming in and saying, hey, you need glasses, take mine. I'm coming in to ask the questions so that you can come up with your own solution sure. so that you can own it moving forward because I'm only with you for a three-month period as a temporary teammate or I'm only with you for a workshop series. So my job is to get you to think about things in your own perspective and then support you in delivering a moving forward and asking the right questions because – if I just tell you to do stuff, it's less buy-in. But right. if you can come up with your own solutions and I can affirm them or help you tweak them, you're more likely to carry them forward. And so, um, you know, I, I still am going to have my niche programs for athletic trainers. I'm still going to do some specialty mm -hmm. programs throughout the year. But I really I want to make a bigger impact one team at a time in the realm of healthcare because compassion fatigue is real. Burnout is real. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want to see more athletic trainers leave our profession. And I, I also don't want to see professionals feeling that that burnout that leads to them not being able to deliver what they're capable of. So um, I feel this is my my part to help both leaders and team members. I don't just coach the leaders. I, I come in and I coach the team members, the front office staff, the doctors, the leaders all together on a unified front so that they're working as one team. So that's that's also unity there. There you go. Yeah. You got a question from your org side? Well, I'm like, I mean, your card, because <laughs> I'm more on the administrative side of yeah. a uh, special or specialty orthopedic clinic. So, mm -hmm. listening to that, I'm like, oh, that's like there could probably be some really good stuff there. I just started the manager role in September, so like, well, congratulations. Thank you, it's great. Uh, but yeah, I've this whole new battle of understanding a whole clinic and getting it well oiled and getting everyone on the same page. Yeah. Um. So I think it's really great that there's resources like yourself to provide for these people who want to do a great job leading as well as just making everything work smoothly. Think about this. You're a member of a band. All right, Joel, you play the kazoo. All right. Nice. And I play the drums. We've been big and on the harmonica. That's at right. Our home uh, okay. You play the harmonica. So, and I you know, been into it. Okay, so. I'll take we need a lead singer and you know, we all play our own instrument. Okay. We want the song to sound beautiful, but we all have our own role and we all have to also be aware of what the other instruments are doing to complement what we're doing. Mine would not be singing. Bad <laughs> Mine would definitely oh, yeah. not be singing. You, yeah, you can take that. I'll take the singing yeah, then. You can okay. do it. Perfect, yes. perfect. So when you have Look a at that teamwork. We all I agree. love it. I love it. When <laughs> you have a team, it's just like a band, an orchestra. And then you have the leaders who are the, the producers and the orchestra leaders, the conductors. Everybody has to be unified, yet they do their own part. They all have to own their own space, their own spark to create that forward motion. But it's also not just about the service you provide. It's about feeling motivated to be there for one another so that you will go to bat for one another. And also feeling the autonomy of like, hey, I can make some of my own decisions. I'm not, not being micromanaged. I, I have the ability to contribute in a way that I'm capable of. And then for others to recognize that as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's uh, 
it's exciting for me. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to break out the Catalyzing Team Championship custom WWE style belt. I did see when, that. Uh, that when like we wrap beaut. up our programs with, yeah, with people. Yeah. And, you know, me, Joel, I got to keep an interesting flair to it. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's, that's exciting for it. So um, I'm just, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, my, my, my workshops, my speaking engagements, that's nationwide. I'll go wherever uh, partnerships want to, you know, have a little support. Uh, when it comes to my on-site coaching, consulting, my two to three month programs, that is basically the mid-Atlantic region, DC up to Connecticut, sure. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Maryland. Um, so that's, you know, a little closer to home. For, for sure. Yeah, that, that makes stuff. sense. Yeah. So. Awesome. awesome. That's very cool. Yes. Yeah. Good to finally meet you in person. I know. It's fantastic. Connect and we'll get another, once you really get up and rolling, we'll have to do another episode with you branching out into something new. I appreciate that. And and ultimately, I just, if, if I can do my part to help more athletic trainers and other healthcare professionals feel like they can do what they're capable of. <clears throat> that I feel like I'm, I've done my job. You know, it's not about my success. It's about seeing them being happy and healthy and emotionally as well as mentally in For their sure. jobs. And uh, feeling that, again, just people ask me about the, the capital AT in my catalyzing. Of course, it's athletic trainers, but it's also awesome team. You know, it's, ah. it's about feeling a part of an awesome team. Actually, I'm, I'm uh, well planning on, on writing a book here in the near future that well. uh, nice. will be about catalyzing awesome teams and, you know, He's gonna. Well, I gotta keep it cheesy, you know. There you so. go. No, <laughs> but it feels good to be a part of an catchy, awesome team. Catchy. So, yes, awesome. absolutely, awesome. Um, but I appreciate you, Joel, for what you're doing. Um, I, I love the the daily journal stuff and, and the leadership stuff that you're putting out there. I think it's just re- very refreshing. Um, I, I love to see that. I just love to see the different thought leaders throughout our profession in different ways, shapes, and forms. And I think that's ultimately what's going to move us forward as a profession. It's not just about saying to our next generation, hey, we want the future of athletic training to look like this. It's, okay, here's where we are now. What do you want it to look like, and how can we help you get it there in alignment with what we're doing right now? For and sure. the stuff that you're talking about is, is very much in line with supporting that. And So I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, and we appreciate yeah. what you're doing, and look forward to seeing what it all turns out to here Absolutely. in the future. Absolutely. And I told you, I'm going to come out to – Wisconsin someday. I'm going to come visit. So we'll Sounds good. We can make that happen for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Just a quick thank you to everybody who came by and chatted with us uh, at NATA. This was a great opportunity to meet people. A fun one. Uh, just really even listening to it again. It just is so awesome to meet incredible people. I'm really forward to connecting with more people in the future and thank you to all of our past guests and future guests we really enjoy connecting with you telling your story and having uh just fun along the way and looking forward to meeting new people in the future uh thank you again to mueller sports medicine for letting us host this at their booth it was a great time something we really enjoyed and again for everything you do not only for us but to the for the at profession if you have ideas any things that come up Please connect with Mueller. They'd be happy to hear it, figure out how it works, and see what they can do to help you do your job. Until next episode.